0: Hi everyone, welcome to another brand new episode of Creative Punjabis with Jasmeet Narang. This podcast is being created as part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. When I saw magic for the very first time, I thought a magician is blessed with some supernatural powers, but later I realized that was an act that was performed well. Our creative Punjabi guest for today's episode will introduce you and me to the world of magic. He can convert a dim sum to a cupcake, can solve Rubik cube without touching, can even guess what you and me are thinking. Let me try if I can convince him to reveal some secrets. Please welcome Magic Singh. Hi Magic, it's so good to have you on our show. Thank you for joining.
1: Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me on here.
0: I must tell you, uh, getting you on Creative Punjabis is very special to me because I have seen your journey on social media. It surely inspires me and many others. The way you owe your audience with your tricks, I am a great fan of your work.
1: Lovely. No, thank you so much. Honestly,
0: uh, once again, thank you for having me. And it's
1: so nice to hear that my story my journey so far has been an inspiration for yourself and many other people and yeah. not just our own uh kind of uh Punjabis or Sikhs but many other castes, religions and uh backgrounds and it's so nice to hear that and i will continue to do that and just have a positive impact on
0: everyone absolutely and and one thing that i can tell you uh, being an audience anyone who lands on your channel for the very first time binge watches all the videos. They are so
1: entertaining. Brilliant! Now I love that. It's it's so. I mean, that's the reason why I make my content is just to keep that attention on um on my channel as much as I can, so that people can enjoy all the content I have on there. And um, and it's it's just simply fun and easy to watch, which is why people are gonna want to watch more than one video.
0: Yeah. So I would like to understand how do you define magic. There is sometimes an area of uncertainty that scares me. Is it for real?
1: How do I define it? A, it's
0: a it's a classic question I get asked all the time.
1: How do I define yeah. magic? Now, the way I look at it is I will never say to anyone when I'm performing like look what I can do. I can do magic in the sense of I can, you know, uh, can manipulate people in the sense of physically doing something to them. It's all about entertainment for me mm-hmm. and nothing else. You know, I'm here to mesmerize and uh, amaze and amuse people through the skill of magic which is a combination of five different things which is uh, sleight of hand suggestion psychology showmanship and uh, the, the, the magic trick itself and all these things combined together is what creates the magic is what creates the happiness which creates the the enjoyment in people it's almost like creating like a childlike childlike kind of state for an adult so when an adult sees my magic they will all of a sudden feel like a child again feeling excited those kind of childlike feelings of just being excited by seeing something new and amazing and that's what I I love doing and I mean even for the kids I mean they love it even more so so that's how I kind of like to look at what magic is rather than it's being kind of like black magic or what some people think or jadu you know tuna (laughs) tuna, there's none of that sort of (laughs) thing I'll never ever address it in that form. It's always kind of for the light-hearted and entertainment purposes only.
0: Uh, But tell me magic. Uh, Magician is a term which most people often use to describe a person uh, who does magic. But it has more terms also associated, I believe. Some say they are illusionist. Uh, maybe some say mentalist and many, many other terms.
1: Sure. So th- those are like different branches of magic. So magic is the umbrella and then you've got different branches. So you have mentalism, you have an illusionist, you have a comedian magician, you have an escapologist or something now, a, a cardistry magician. There's all these different fields. So with me personally, I like to combine magic and mentalism. Now, mentalism is strictly doing magic with the mind where you're supposedly or actually reading people's minds. Uh, when then you've got illusionists who are people who like doing those big illusions like David Copperfield where you make like large buildings or helicopters and airplanes appear or disappear Um, and then of course you have escapologists uh, who are people who escape from straitjackets chains uh, and obviously the most famous person for doing that is Harry Houdini a legendary uh, escapologist and then you've got things like cardistry who people basically do fancy flourishes and card skills sort of like juggling with playing cards Um, all fascinating I mean I like to combine a bit of everything or most things when I perform but mostly the most two important things are magic
0: and mentalism for me okay that's interesting Uh, let's talk about your journey so you started at the age of 11 so how many years did it take and what was the amount of dedication it required to ace this art and the reason I'm asking is because I I believe, like, what we see is the output. Uh, and I'm sure it it's not an overnight thing. It required a lot of work, hard work, and dedication.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, I've been doing it now for 24, maybe coming up to 25 years now. So, yeah, you're right. Age 11 is when I started. And, yeah, I mean, at first it was only a hobby. It was only for fun, you know, something I saw on television. I thought, wow, that's amazing. I'd love to be able to do something like that. And then I remember seeing a magician... um uh, loads of different magic shows here in the UK. And I'd I'd be hooked every Christmases and things like that, watching these magic specials. And then I remember for Christmas, I got a magic set. And I'd practice and learn all the moves. And, you know, I had all the instructions on how to perform the trick. And I'd show my friends at school, show my family and friends, etc. And the reaction I got from these people was amazing. I thought, wow, this is cool. I'm I'm, I'm really enjoying this, like performing and getting this this praise and wonderment from people. So every birthdays and Christmases, I'd get a new magic set from family members. And again, i would just practice it, learn the secrets, learn uh, the moves. And then I'd start showing my friends and family and get those amazing reactions. And it was only about maybe I'd say a year later, I saw this American magician called David Blaine, who uh, had his first TV show in the UK. Uh, It was aired in 1999. And I thought, wow, this is is just so cool. He's made magic look amazing. It's made it look modern this is something I can definitely relate to and then from there onwards I started learning more about the performance art not just the actual tricks but also uh, how to perform uh, you know I mean I even chose certain subjects with my studies like theater studies uh, psychology media and things like that all these subjects which I knew that would help and tie in together to make me a better performer and it really has So throughout the years of my studies, and then I've got a course going on to university, studying how to do film and television, all these things combined together has just made me a better performer and a better magician. And, you know, it's got me to the point where I'm now performing not only at just kids' birthday parties, but now performing at corporate events, you know, private parties, weddings, festivals, and all sorts of, you know, major events around the world, which is super exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm just going back to your school time were you popular among girls oh (laughs) wow i was a very shy kid to be honest uh okay i started
1: off and i remember when i started doing my magic uh it it, it almost gave me like a false sense of confidence at first because in technically i was kind of hiding behind the magic but then it got to the point where i started to understand me as a person because i remember i tried to imitate david blaine uh because everyone thought oh he's the most coolest magician. i thought yeah i want to be like him but then it got to a point two years three years into it when I just started to understand who I am as a person it made me confident so it uh, gave me sorry gave me a lot of confidence and made me a confident person being able to you know simple things like talk out in class and you know answer questions when the teacher would ask certain questions I was able to answer these things and of course you know doing things up on stage it just made me far popular amongst all the students and you know all guys and girls you name it you know I became very very popular very quickly and In fact the name magic singh came from school funny enough because anyone you know being in in a school in the uk is a mixture of english indians you know all sorts of cultural uh, different backgrounds and because i wore a patka um, at the time anyone with a patka or a bug was just naturally referred to as singh but because i was doing magic someone had come up and said oh there's that magic singh guy there's that magic singh guy you know that that would be the excitement in the playgrounds or break time And then all of a sudden that name just stuck. Everyone just started calling me Magic Sing, Magic Sing. And then I thought, right, that's a cool name. I've got to copyright and protect that name. So here we are now using that name all these years later. And I still don't know who was the original person who came up with that name. But thank you to whoever that was.
0: Yes, thanks to that person. Uh, Along with a catchy name, uh, you also have a very unique style of uh, wearing turban. I did try, honestly, uh, but I'm nowhere close to you. Keep trying. Well, the thing is now that the the bug, the bug I currently wear
1: is uh, it's an African style. So it's got an African uh, Kenyan style influence because my mother actually, she was she's born and raised in in Kenya uh, when she was a child. So all the family uh, had the kind of Kenyan style turban, especially her brother. Uh, But my father, who's from Amritsar, Punjab, he has a traditional Indian style bug. Now, what, the way it works, I don't know if this is just a UK thing or if this is like a, a, a worldwide, global thing. Is when when you know when you hit the age of thirteen, you know when you hit your teenage years, when you still want to start tying your bug in the UK, you have a, uh, the star ceremony here where you know, officially, you know, kind of it's it's like the coming of age, I guess, one of the, one of those sort of things where you know the 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 brother of your mother, um, he technically ties your turban. And of course, because it was Kenyan style, the Kenyan style turban was tied on me. Uh, And I mean, I did try my dad style bug, but it just uh, didn't suit my face shape for some reason. And um, whereas the Kenyan style did suit my face and I found it easier to tie. And because of that reason, I kind of started practicing, you know, my hand in tying that style turban. And here we are many, many, many years later, (laughs) I'm still tying that style turban. I mean, who knows? I yeah.
0: might just, you know, try out the Indian style, but we'll see. I can't imagine you changing your turban style. I mean, the current style matches with your looks. Uh, it's kind of a brand image associated
1: with your name. That's right. You're right. <laughs> so I think yeah. it's probably easier for people to remember. But yeah, it'd be quite nice. The, the, the good thing with social media as well, is all about trying new things out and seeing what people's reactions are like. But you're right. I mean, I will definitely stick to it as what the image is. But yeah, there's no harm in trying other things. Whenever you try, don't forget to share pics with me.
0: I promise I'll keep that confidential. That's it. (laughs) Sounds good. Interestingly, you have also studied psychology. So I was reading that it's one of the key pillars for becoming a successful magician. So how does this actually help you or any magician?
1: Sure. Um... The thing is, when I started learning magic at first, you know, I was all, only obsessed with learning the sleight of hand, the tricks, and how the method was all working. It's, that's all well and good because you can sit in your room performing in front of a mirror. But when it comes to performing in the real life situation with people, people, fair enough, you perform for your family. The family know you, they'll be supportive. Even if the trick goes wrong, they'll still be like, oh, don't worry, you know, you can, he's only practicing, he's only young, whatever. But when it comes to performing to people you don't know, people of not your background, people of different backgrounds, you've got to be able to perform and hold their attention and be able to manage them as an audience. And this is where psychology comes into play. So understanding human behavior, the human psychology, people's attitudes, people's moods, all these things come into play and how to handle people. So, you know, I mean, I've I've, I've experienced so many different things where I've performed like in a corporate environment or done street magic where I approach people, you know, cold cold approaching them. Everyone's in a different mood. Everyone's going to have a perception about you. Like, you know, number one, you're seeing a Sardar, a a guy in a turban, Asian guy coming up to, you know, a group of English guys, for example, you know, they're going to have an, they're going to immediately judge you. They don't know what to do and how to behave and how to speak. You know, they could be rude. They could be lovely. You just don't know. And this is why when you, with the studies of psychology and understanding human behavior, you have a way, and you, you you you'll eventually, with through practice, I I truly believe you'll understand how to approach people, how to handle people, uh, what to say to people. So, studying psychology has been really critical. I mean, I started learning this during my A level college studies, uh, and I remember doing that for two three years, and it's definitely helped in a massive way. Uh, and uh, and anyone who's interested in learning magic is is I'll definitely recommend to learn some form of psychology because it's 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 critical because it will just make you a better performer
0: uh thanks for digging deep into this uh, magic uh let's take an example and for all the listeners uh you can check the video on magic singh's youtube channel there is one video there are not many videos but one of the videos uh, is uh, where he is performing a magic trick with amir khan varun Dhawan, and sachin Tendulkar, and uh, Um, let's take an example of that Uh, you can watch that video Uh, I don't know magic how much details can you reveal but uh, you mentioned there was a reason why all of them were standing in a particular order and also towards the end of the video Varun asked if the number he chose was it to do with his personality
1: absolutely so that trick that one trick alone that I performed on Varun, Sachin and um... Amir Khan uh, that was see that that trick I was towards the end of the night so I had basically done a whole show for the families family and friends that were joining us that night and I got to understand people's uh all of their behavior and what how they were reacting and responding to my magic initially so I just thought it would be quite fun to try something and try three people at the same time And I just thought why not get the three titans together and <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I also positioned them in a certain order it's funny because people say oh did you put them in height order so it's got nothing to do with that it's literally just to do with what i thought and i felt would be would be perfect for me to match the playing card i wanted from that deck of cards because obviously i'd pre-done it beforehand I'd the card flipped over There's the x on the card as well and um I, I think that's probably as much as i can share it's just because i got to understand their personalities Knowing what's going to be hopefully said and what I want them to say, and it, it worked perfectly that night. And yeah, it, it created a fantastic video as well at the same time. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely great fun doing that for sure.
0: I think one of the key highlights in the video is the reaction, the way Amir Khan reacted to your magic trick. He was just blown up seeing the magic trick, and and as a viewer, you may not be in that room but seeing that reaction you're also equally excited and have the same curiosity and not just Amir Khan even Varun Dhawan and Sachin Tendulkar had that curiosity
1: exactly this is what I tell everyone you know you can be anyone you could be the queen of England you could just be someone off the street it doesn't matter who you are when you see magic you will always mostly react in a way like everyone else does you're going to act have that moment of astonishment you're going to feel like that child again. And then you watch when you watch that video again, you'll see how excited everyone was. You know, people think, oh, wow, they're celebrities. Yes, they're, they're megastars. They're superstars. You know, you've got Sachin there, who's a mega cricket player. You know, super, he's a legend. And, of course, you've got Amir Khan, Varun as well. And at the end of the day, what had happened is because I'd spent a few hours with them, I got to just almost get to them, get on a personal level with them, which is quite nice. And when you're on a personal level, you know, you're just like any other human being. You're just a really cool, laid back person. Amir was just amazing. He was just such a cool guy, laid back guy. And by that point, it was quite funny because they were showing me some of their magic tricks. Var- like Varun was doing some tricks to me. Like uh, Amir Khan was trying to show me some tricks as well. Uh, to be honest, that video you watched, that was just us kind of messing around. Like, you know, with that trick, had that gone wrong, I probably wouldn't have posted that. But yeah. we were just having so much fun, just having a laugh and... Just just laughing, there was a lot of laughter, which was great, and just a lot of amazement, a lot of shock at the same time. There were so many other videos we shot, but we just thought, I don't want to post these things, you know, I just want to keep it one or two videos, and that's it. Leave it as that and um yeah it it was great, you know, just to see them on um on a on an excited level, you know, rather than just you know they basically dropped their guard at that point. they were very relaxed, very chilled out with me. Uh, which was so nice. It's nice to know that I was able to do that for them and make sure they all had a, a lovely evening and uh, they felt comfortable in front of me.
0: Yeah. Quite interesting. Uh, you mentioned if uh, if it could have gone wrong, you might have not posted. So uh, does it still happen? Uh, how do you handle when a trick goes wrong? It, um, there's always that fear,
1: especially when I'm trying something new out. This could go wrong. What happens if this goes wrong? Now, this is what happens with someone who just does tricks as opposed to someone who's a performer. Someone who's a performer will understand if something goes wrong, you have to be able to transition or work your way out of a situation. So, for example, if I get the playing card wrong, oh, was that your card? No, it wasn't. Oh, hmm, okay. So I would then take, then this is where you got to stay calm and relaxed and transition yourself into something else. So, for example, say, for example, the card they mentioned was wrong. Maybe it was a king oh, okay, I would have taken that king and I would have rubbed it on one of the, on their jumper, on Amir Khan's jumper, and it would have changed to the playing card they were actually thinking of. So for me, yes, it went wrong, but then for them, they're thinking, oh no, maybe it's all part of the act. He's meant to make make, make the trick go wrong. And then of course you have that, you'll have that kicker. As long as you've got that backup or that contingency plan uh, of your routine, you can always transition into something new or something different, something that's definitely guaranteed to work. I mean, there's been situations when I was starting out, of course, many, many things did go wrong. You know, I dropped playing cards, I got the wrong card and I got the wrong word or whatever it might have been. But it's important to go wrong because then you learn from mistakes what works and what doesn't work. Or people might spot my sleight of hand because my misdirection wasn't strong enough. So there's all these things, but this is all part of the learning process. And the more you practice, the more you perform in a live situation is where you're going to get the best practice. And I always tell young magicians this who's starting out practice in the field you know go out there and perform for people because only then will you get uh, the true true understanding of you know how the magic works and what works and what doesn't work I remember I was trying things out and I was like I couldn't get it right and I just thought right I'm not going to bother with it but then I came back to it again thinking all right maybe I'll try this again and I came with a different approach a more confident approach and then they ended up working but there's still some things I've done in the past and I just decided no it's not for me I'm not going to use this so It's all, it is all down to practice, but to answer your question, yes, things do sometimes go wrong in my mind and it's just about having a contingency plan and just transition into something else.
0: Yeah. Very very insightful. Magic, I'm sure you might be getting a lot of requests from aspiring young magicians to teach magic. Do you also mentor folks?
1: So anyone who's genuinely interested in learning magic, I, I personally <clears throat> do not do not mentor them. Um, I'm i a member of the magic circle here in the UK, which basically means I'm sworn to secrecy. So I'm not allowed to explain or expose any form of magic. Uh, now, you have to be on a certain level in order to be allowed to teach. Now, the thing is, I when anyone asks me or asks for advice, I will always say, rather than just go on YouTube and learn magic tricks there which you can do because there's so many things on youtube you can learn like the bare basics of sleight of hand coin tricks card tricks mind tricks you can of course learn that but i will always say to a beginner magician who wants to take it seriously is learn from books there are so many magic books that are out there some fantastic fantastic uh, uh literature out there that magicians have written from the past and the the stuff that you will learn there, you will not really find on, on YouTube or the stuff you'd find on, on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram is just the basics of what popular tricks have become popular and everyone will know that. But I always say learn the bare basics of understanding how sleight of hand works with card tricks, coin tricks, money tricks, pen tricks, anything like that, and because that will set the foundation of the next step of learning routines. So taking a, you know a card and making it disappear and it comes out of someone else's pocket things like that you know and then once you learn that second stage you're then able to become creative and come up with your own concept and ideas so i always learn uh, suggest that and there's magic shops that are online you can buy magic tricks as well and i always say suggest buy those things because what these magic tricks do although they're just props or whatever they might be or special trick cards or whatever you will be able to develop your sleight of hand more so because your core basics will be required to handle these magic props as as you say um so it's important to just have a mix of the the bare basics as well as the magic tricks and then of course which will then spark your creativity and come up with your own ideas and once you're at that stage that's where you really develop as a as a performer because you're going to be forced to be able to come up with your own ideas and blend your own personal, your personality into your performance, which is the most important thing. And I always say this 75, 80% is is all about your delivery. The rest is just a trick. So most people buy into you as a person, as a performer, then they'll enjoy the magic more so.
0: Very well explained. Uh, I think anybody who is aspiring to become a magician will learn a lot from this. Uh, by the way, have you seen uh, the Omegle videos that are all over the internet? Uh, mostly young guys trying to get attention by performing magic cards and impressing girls online.
1: Uh, I've seen them many times come up on my TikTok and I'm, there's some of my friends who do that as well. Uh, which is quite funny to see that and it is, the beauty about th- what's happened is this, is, this is just the nature of society and the world. Everything is evolving. From when I started, it was all about television. Then it kind of, you know, eventually got to YouTube, then Facebook, and then Instagram, and now TikTok. And people's attention span is dropping. You know, I, I would make fancy videos where I build up something. Hey guys, have a look at this and look at this. I'm gonna do this and watch this. And you know, I'd really build it up with the music and everything, but people aren't into that anymore. People want to be like, hey, think of a card. Great, nine of diamonds. Oh my god, that's amazing. Next video. People just want to see something quick. And people love reactions. So those amigo videos are fantastic because They'll come in live. Hey guys, um, yeah. think of an animal. Great. Were you thinking of a tiger? Oh my god, that's amazing! How did you know? You know, people love that stuff because it's very quick. You get the reaction. End of story. You know, that's people what people love, which is amazing. And it's 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 the same stuff. It's the same magic. You learn throughout the years. You're just
0: applying it in a different way, <laughs> and that's that's all it is. Absolutely. Since we are discussing media. Uh... So, I wanted to get your opinion as well. One of the key things uh, that I think a lot of people might have in their mind is the is that the attention span is very small on social media. Most of the tricks uh, people are now aware of uh, when this was not happening before the internet boom. And I can tell you I personally visited a magic show maybe once a year or twice in a year when there was a fair in our town. The trick Uh, that you might use for different shows, right? Because of internet now, people get to know about that trick pretty fast, right? So the life of trick, I think, has reduced. So what's your opinion on that? Again, this all comes down to creativity. I mean, there's so much magic content,
1: so much much you can learn and practice. I mean, I've got so many different sets, repertoires, which I have, and I've taken them and I've looked at them and re- reworked them basically so something that would have taken me two minutes to do i condense it so i can do it in 15 seconds i mean that's it's hard work to do that but again that all comes down to years of knowledge and experience and practice of course but then there are certain things that will not work you know such for example the uh, amir khan video um that wouldn't work in 15 seconds it could do but i just feel when you've got an opportunity like that you know you really need to kind of sell that moment because you know you were three major celebrities that's that's the first thing they'll buy into. So that's more of a long-form video. But to be fair, that a trick like that could be done. You know, if I worked on it, I could definitely work something on that and say, look, let's make that work in 10, 15 seconds. And it's done. Um, you know, there's, 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 there's an audience for everyone. There's an audience for TikTok. There's an audience for Instagram. There's an audience for YouTube. The great thing is you've got to be adaptable. You've got to be able to adapt to any sort of situation. You know, if I'm used to performing long form videos or doing shows on stage, that's great. But I should also be able to adapt and do magic, which is going to last five, 10 seconds, you know, for my TikTok audience, because then it's nicer to, I can like cross, cross them over so I can bring my TikTok audience to my YouTube and my YouTube audience to TikTok and vice versa. So I, I think it's important to have the skill set of all forms because then you're obviously appealing to a bigger audience, a wider audience.
0: Okay, and and the follow-up on this uh, is what is the creative process involved in inventing any new magic trick? Cre- so when you start, and uh, how do you experiment? Who do you experiment with before actually taking it to the live stage? Sure, sure. Um, it
1: it's it's quite a pro- it's a long process. Uh, most times because you've got to take an idea. Uh, to be honest, I, I wouldn't ever say you learn something from complete scratch you know I'd for me personally what I would do is I would look at what I already have what I already do things I've made notes uh, I I love making notes in my magic notebook if you like and I'll always refer back to them thinking oh this is quite nice maybe I could do this with that and you know combine different things in different ways um I mean most recently I've been looking at some of my very old stuff and thinking how can I make that feel modern where people use their phones to make the magic work so I'm always kind of going backwards and forwards, trying different things. But I also have a, a lovely team that work behind me sometimes, you know, to come up with ideas for me. Um, it's like a singer or songwriter, you know, you, you'll have the singer, but then you'll have the writer who will write the music for them. It, it's the same with magic and same with acting, you know, you know, some people, you know, you'll have the scriptwriter who gives it to the actor and the actor performs it. It's the same with magic, you know, I, I, I personally don't have the time to sit there to come up with something from, from scratch you know i want to take an idea that's already existing or something i already do and kind of develop it and make it better or make it modern or make it more kind of relatable to modern modern times so that's how it kind of works really to just kind of you just literally have to brainstorm uh, for me it's it's a, a maybe slightly quicker process because i'm taking ideas that already exists and just adapt <laughs> into a new in a new, new way basically um and ideas normally come i normally get inspiration from movies uh theater of course um just when I go for walks, on I'm with my wife, you know, I, that, that's the thing. I'll perform the magic form to my wife, and kind of get her opinion on it and see what she thinks. Now she's she's a hard critic because she knows how a lot of the things work. She'll tell me whether oh I can see what you're doing there. Oh I can see you know you're 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 showing the secret. Don't do this. Don't do that. So if I can impress her, you know, usually it's easier than to impress the lay people. Which is what I would do following from, from that. I would go out and perform for friends and then I'll perform it in my live professional bookings. And yeah, and if it gets the reactions, I know that's it's a keeper and I'll definitely keep that routine within my set.
0: That was helpful. That was helpful. Uh, I would like to share my uh, introduction to the world of magic or say illusion was from the movie Now You See Me. I think it was released around 2013 and uh, I think I went uh, with my college friends. Uh, do you also enjoy movies and any of your personal favorite movies that describes the world of magic? The, I mean, the thing is, I, I, love, I love cinema. I love
1: cinematography. I mean, i was always had a passion in filmmaking. So I, I've got a love for film in general. But when it comes to inspiration for magic, I look at so many different things. I will look at For example, superhero films. I love the Marvel movies, you know, all the Avengers and whatnot. I love all those, all the X-Men films. You know, I'll see certain things that are in that film and think, oh, wow, that was cool. Oh, my God, imagine being able to do that, you know, and then that's one inspiration, you know. Oh, my God, could you imagine just raising your hand and making a, uh, a deck of cards freeze? You know, just something like that, you know, just how do I adapt that? Can You know, Then maybe I could do that with someone's mobile phone. Can I make someone's mobile phone levitate in someone's hand? You know, you just adapt ideas, what superhero movies do, and into a real-life situation, into a magic trick. Um, But in regards to movies, there's so many out there. I mean, there's so many magic films. There's a a brilliant magic film called The Prestige with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Highly recommend you watch that. What an incredible story. Um, Then there's one called The Illusionist. Um, Again, another amazing film with Edward Norton. Um, And, of course, you've got the Now You See Me films, one and two and uh there's a really funny one called the incredible but wonderstone i you know it, it's just they take the mick out of you know las vegas magicians but it's such a funny film i wouldn't necessarily say that one gave me inspiration but it was just fun to watch and <laughs> just to see what they had to come up with but other than that it's just you know I, I don't go to the cinema saying right i want to get some ideas from here you know i go to cinema just to you know enjoy a movie like any other person would and if i see something i'll be like oh that's a great idea and My mind is always thinking of how I can adapt a concept or an idea if I see something in a movie into a magic trick. So I hope I answered that question.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to watch all of these. I think one great point that you have made is around the observation and taking inspiration from movie scenes. And later that helps you to reinvent something new. So yeah, I mean, good observation is one of the key things I would say exactly that it's exactly
1: that. It's, it's more inspiration than anything else um you know uh, you know if you see someone flying around in, in, in like iron man does i mean that's incredible uh i don't know how that would be possible but it is possible but you know i don't go to see those sorts of movies to think right i need some magic ideas i'm gonna go watch iron man 3 today <laughs> it's not like that it's more so i'll just be watching a movie you know i watched watch james james bond's uh, most recent film no time to die that was amazing you know, I just go there as, as as anyone else would, but then you know I might see something in the film, think, oh wow, that was pretty cool. How that looked really cool the way he did that. I mean, it might not even be magic related. It might be more so like what he's wearing. You know, that will give give me inspiration of what I would like to wear. You know, I mean, I love I wear a tux when I perform my shows. You know, I want to look very sharp, very slick. So I mean, I, I love you know what James Bond wears, and even you know. In, in, in the film, I mean, my wife was telling me like one of the jumpers that Daniel Craig was wearing was really nice and it would suit me. I thought, oh, OK, maybe I'll, I'll give it a go. So, you know, it all comes down to little detail as that, you know, what I wear when I'm performing or what I wear just in general. All these little factors come together, you know, to make you know, as a whole performer rather than just the tricks.
0: You look dapper in your suit. So, do you have a stylist? Well, I I just well,
1: not really. It's, it's, I just rely on my wife for that. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I'll see stuff and I'll be like, "Okay, how does this look?" She's like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's cool." And um, yeah, she's probably the best. You know, she's she is my stylist. I'd say.
0: <laughs> and she's doing a perfect job. Oh, that's good
1: to know. Thank you. I'll tell
0: her that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you think? The world needs an art form such as magic.
1: Why does this world need an art form such as magic? Because it brings smiles to people's faces. You know, in this modern day we live in with all these problems we have, as well as good, but there's many things that are making people feel bad. People feel insecure. A lot of people insecure thanks to social media. Uh, I mean, I know social media has got its pros, but it's also got its cons. You know, people feel inadequate. Um, Insecurity is probably the most important thing. And due to that, you know, there's people affecting people's mental health. And I just feel magic helps people have a good day. puts a smile on people's faces. It sets people's days. I've had so many people say to me, oh my God, the video you sent me has just made my day. Oh my God, this was amazing to see this. You really put a smile on my face. And I think an age-old form, art form, being translated into this modern day age is, and it's still having that positive impact. All these thousands of years later, hundreds of thousands of years later, is such a beautiful thing. So again, no matter what age you are, you could be four, or you could be 44 or 104. It doesn't matter. You're going to hopefully have a moment of astonishment. Uh, you're going to have a smile put on your face and that's all that matters to me. If I can make you smile, that's my job
0: done. I absolutely agree. And I think everyone who is listening to this episode must go and check Magic Singh's YouTube channel, not only for magic tricks, but also the reaction of people when a magic trick is performed on them. Magic, I hope to meet you in person super soon. And whenever we meet, I would want to experience that That experience.
1: It's true. I mean, a lot of people have, that. you know, I've met many, many people along my journey so far, people saying, oh my God, I've never seen magic live before. I've only ever seen it on TV or only ever seen it on YouTube or on the internet. They, it's a different experience. When you experience it firsthand in, you know, it's the most beautiful thing people love it people will remember it people will talk about it and, and and i love that and i and i and i love when that happens when that moment of you know that astonishment they like and when they say that to me oh my god i've never experienced it before this is just amazing and yeah hopefully one day just meet, we can get that happening for you as well
0: <laughs> are you planning to come to india anytime soon
1: uh well i mean i love coming to india it's it's, it's been amazing but unfortunately because of the whole covid situation it's slowing every it's slowed everything down and um hopefully i should be back there soon uh when you know when there's the green light when we're allowed to freely travel again but yes uh if i have any plans to come to india i'm sure i'll announce it on my social media and i mean i'd love to put on a a public show as well out there uh, in india which would be amazing whether it's in delhi whether it's in mumbai wherever you know in, in one of the hot cities you know it'd be amazing to do that so yeah watch this space
0: sure yeah definitely looking forward Uh, While I was reading comments on social media handles, uh, one of the thing that people are really fan of is your presentation. They might know and everyone knows uh, this is a trick. But the way you connect with the audience, I think that's amazing.
1: Definitely. And like I said before, 75% is the performance, the person who performs it and what people buy into. If they love you, nothing else matters you know they love you and you could do anything i could do the most basic trick the most simplest thing but because of the way i'm performing it they're gonna be like wow that is so cool i really they enjoyed that moment whereas if you're someone who's not relatable who's just doing the trick for the sake of doing the trick you become boring people can't relate people can't enjoy that moment which is why i say it's so important on the the deliver the delivery itself is so important to make someone have an experience a magical experience whether it lasts one minute, whether it lasts 10 minutes, the journey from start to end has to be amazing for that person. That's one thing. But when you're recording on video, that's a separate, whole different genre now. Because mm-hmm. you've got to be able to translate that for the thousands and millions, you know, the, the thousands of people that are watching. Great. The one person watching the person, the thing, the magic. So if I do a magic trick for you live just meets and we're together, I do the magic trick, you'll have a great experience. But when I Thank film you. it, the thousands of people that end up watching have to feel what you feel as well. So the video has to be filmed in such a way that it feels immersive almost. It almost feels like the audience are there with you. So this is where that other skill set of filmmaking comes into play as well and and how to make it uh, adapted to the wider audience as well. The great thing is I just have to concentrate on performing for you, whereas my videographers um, will have to concentrate and perform capturing that moment but also capturing that moment of the 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 thousands of people watching is the amir khan video for example you know my wife filmed that and she did a fantastic job of capturing that those reactions the moment of turning the car card around little detail like that was so important the moment of like oh my god is he about to do this and my moment of like you're thinking of you know there's all these little moments facial expressions Mm -hmm. the the moment of the crescendo (laughs) moments which i call them all these things are extremely extremely perform uh, important so definitely presentation is key is 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 the most important thing and whether it's like I said that you do it in one minute or in ten minutes or five minutes you need to still be able to hold the attention of the audience for the you know the duration of your performance because that's what they're going to buy into and thankfully I mean it's nice to hear the comments I get, you know, people love watching me perform and I love that. And I even get compliments from magicians who say they love the way I perform and it's all down to, you know, kind of experience and practice as well. And me just being me, me trying to be myself and not anyone else. And this is the most important advice I give to anyone who wants to learn magic, is just be yourself. Be be true to yourself because people will buy into you as a personality, as a, as 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 a as a person. And that's what will always shine the most, the brightest. Mm.
0: That's a very valuable piece of advice. Do you think being a magician can be a full-time career option? You know, I'm the only one in the family who's ever done
1: this. I'm I'm the only one in my family, my side of the family, who's ever owned their own business. I mean, I never understood the concept of owning your own business. I just thought, yeah, we just do magic and it's amazing. But you forget, you've got to make a living eventually. You know, if you want to start a family, you want to, you know, You know you have to have a business you it's 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 show business there's one thing of doing magic tricks for people but how do you monetize from that so of course you've got to create a brand you know there's a lot of things involved and thankfully you know because of the internet you know you've got access to making a website all these different things and now we have the social media platforms as well so you you have that channel to grow as a business as well so It's very important. Branding and marketing is very, very important, you know, uh, to being successful in any business. You know, you could be a florist, you could be a singer, you could be a a footballer, you could be a bricklayer. It could be anything. You know, how do you monetize? How can you make a long-term career out of that? it's, It's possible. You just need to know how. And the best way, usually, for that is, you know, asking for advice for people who are already doing it. I mean, I had to ask advice from magicians in my circle. You know people who are in the corporate world who do who do the wedding markets i got so much advice from these people that's who these are the people who i learned from you know you naturally fall into the laps of these people because you're in that same industry you know i'm not going to end up you know hanging out with florists for example because you know that's not my expertise but if you want to become a florist for example you're going to meet like-minded people who are who are actual florists who have passion for flowers who own their own businesses and you're just going to naturally meet these people, and you connect with these people through social media, you know, using LinkedIn, Instagram, all these things, and you know, you 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 know, you you connect faster nowadays, definitely, you, you know, in those in that sort of field, and you're more likely to be able to kind of create that business and you know have that long term career if you like.
0: Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I think we got connected quickly. Oh. I'm in India. You are based out of UK. There you go. It took one email and that's it. We were connected as quick as that, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I love the internet. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one more thing. Do you also sometimes wonder like magic has taken you all around the world and you have explored parts of the world, which you might not have done in any other profession. I am
1: truly grateful for what magic has done for me. I mean, I, as, as I mentioned, I got into the art form because I've got a love and a passion for it. And it's obviously grown, and then it got to the point where I then started doing bookings from like simple kids' parties. and then that developed to going into doing weddings and then corporate events and then major festivals, and then, of course, meeting celebrities. you know all it's just like a rolling rolling effect, it's like a snowball effect. And then it got to the point where, you know, thanks to the internet, the world, you know, the Europe started finding it, India, all these different places around the world started to find out about me. And of course, you know, fly me out to their countries and doing shows, whether it's a corporate event, whether it's a product launch or whether it's a wedding, you know, all these different things. And I'm just super grateful, you know, being able to see certain countries that I never imagined i I'm going, you know, having been to or going to. Uh, I remember even coming to Chandigarh to do a TED TEDx talk out there. I never thought, you know, that would ever take me there, but it did, you know. <laughs> but it's just it's just been such a lovely, lovely journey so far, and it's great where I get to travel and take my wife with me as well. And who gets to, you know, you you want to take someone with you to experience these beautiful things? Because I remember I was going to some incredible venues, incredible homes, very very rich people homes in the UK. And I just think, oh, wow, I'd love to share this with someone, you know, and, you know, now that I'm able to do this with my wife, it's just so beautiful. We can both, sh- it's just like a shared experience. So this all comes through just developing and just becoming a better performer or whatever you choose to do in your career.
0: Amazing and lovely journey. So we are moving towards the end of our conversation. Now I'll be asking you some questions and you have to answer them either one line or one words, whatever you think is uh, perfect. Okay, sure. So let's start. Uh, who is your favorite magician and what would be the one thing that you would want to learn from him? I'll say my favorite magician is the person who inspired me and his
1: name is David Blaine. So he's the one who got me on the journey. I've been blessed enough to have met him twice now and I've watched his videos and I've I've learned a lot by just watching his work. Um, I mean, I'd love to, it'd be a dream to sit with him, and just have a conversation with him and okay. just... Um, just get his thoughts on magic today, as it is today. So, yeah, I'd love to just
0: sit down in a room and just hear what he has to say and get his knowledge. Oh, fair enough. Uh, actor you think can play Magic Singh in your biopic, whenever made, I hope it gets made. Oh, wow. That's a wicked
1: question. I've never had to ask before. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. A biopic of me. Okay. So, automatically, I'm thinking of Bollywood stars because... Um, yeah, I don't know if any English actor could play me, but I mean, there's there's never say never. <laughs> this is it. I mean, I know Diljit Dosanjh. He's an amazing actor. He's singing, He's he's very talented, isn't he? And I know he's always a pug. So no. for some reason, I, I think of him first. <laughs> he's he's the first person I think of. So maybe yeah, Diljit Dosanjh. And who do you think will be the lead actress? Oh, I don't know. i with <laughs> with so much choice. I tricked you oh you tricked me okay yeah 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 yeah. you've cornered me oh i don't know i i, I don't know um someone who's to look as good as good looking as my wife i guess <laughs> okay yeah.
0: uh, one thing you check before any magic performance
1: one thing i check before but um i just have to make sure all my props in my car no you know the most important thing is have i got my deck of cards that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> That's the most important. And how many pack of cards do you carry like uh, when, when you travel? And do you have a count of uh, cards you have at home? At home, I've got hundreds of decks of cards, different ones. So decks of
1: cards that have been gifted to me. Decks of cards that I've bought, which are like special edition playing cards. Playing cards I haven't even opened. I, in fact, I even have my own range of Magic Sing playing cards as well, uh, which I gift to people, which people can buy on my website. Uh, but other than that, when I'm performing, I'll always carry about two, maybe three decks of cards when I'm going to my professional shows in case, you know, if I drop any cards or if any cards get damaged, I'll make sure I always have a backup. Uh, and then normal playing cards as well. I mean, the, the normal in, sense, in the sense there are 52 playing cards. That's all I need. But when I'm going out shopping or if I'm going to just hang out with a few friends, I'll just carry
0: one deck of cards and that's more than enough. Okay. If you can go back in time. One piece of advice you will give to 11-year-old Magic Singh.
1: Ooh, uh, one thing I could have told, one advice I'd give myself is... uh, Ooh, I would say just believe in yourself. um, Anything is possible. Don't let any negativity hold you down. Because during the journey, there's a lot of negativity. People are going to try putting you off course. And the main thing is just don't fall into that trap and just keep believing in your dream. Because if you want that, you'll get it. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah. And any message for uh, listeners of Creative Punjabis?
1: Definitely. And this is something I'll always say and I stand wholeheartedly is if there's anything in life you want to do, just go for it. Don't let anyone in life hold you back, whether it's friends, even your family, even your parents. If, they, if you have something you truly feel passionate about that you want to do in life, that, this, this doesn't even have to be a job. This is something if you want to experience in life, if you want to travel the world, if you want to take up a certain career, if you want to experience, if you want to learn something, just do it. You have one life. It's your own life. Don't let anyone else in, in your circle determine what you should or shouldn't do. You should just do what you feel, do more of what makes you happy. Basically, you live a good life like that.
0: There are so many learnings from this episode. I personally have, and I'm sure our audience and listeners have enjoyed as well. Thank you so much for introducing us to the world of magic. And I very much look forward to enjoy your show in person. Oh, you're very welcome. And thank you so much for having me, Just me. It's been an absolute pleasure and uh, having
1: a chat with you today. And yeah, definitely, like I said, you can, you'll hear anything about my shows, whether it's in the UK or Europe or India or USA, it'll always be announced on my social medias. So you can find out there where I'm going to be. But yeah,
0: hopefully one day we will meet and you'll get to experience my magic in person. Absolutely, looking forward. And your social media handle for all the platforms is Magic Sing. That's it.
1: Nice and simple. At Magic Sing,
0: <laughs> Okay. Just go follow, subscribe, and share with your friends. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. If you're not following Creative Punjabis on Instagram, go follow it at the rate Creative Punjabis. You can also follow my account on Instagram. It's M I S T E R dot N A R A N G. And. You can also follow us on Spotify. So whenever a new episode comes, you get fortified along with that. Spotify has recently introduced a rating feature as well. So basically you can rate podcasts as well. So do rate us on Spotify and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Till then take care.